following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds for the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. All right, 14.20 in the morning for this third day of May 2023. Today's show, as always, throughout the month, well, just today, actually, today's our last day with Caldera Labs uh, for the, our, our initial uh, sponsorship deal with them. So make sure you go to calderalabs.com and use promo code 1420LAB and save yourself 20% on their all-natural skin products and uh, make your skin uh, get that youthful exuberance back in it for the summer season. And actually, it's very good for your skin when uh, the summer season is coming. You're outside a lot more, protecting against those harmful rays through a long day. The face cream and everything else has been fantastic. I got some great compliments over the weekend about how youthful I did actually look. I wasn't just BSing on the podcast on, the, on YouTube Live each and every day. And once again, we are part of the Belly Up Network and Belly Up Media group of shows. Make sure you go to uh, Belly Up and Friends and download a bunch of their shows today. They uh, got everything you need for a sports fan. It's out there. Don't uh, use the talking heads on ESPN. Go to bellyup.com and uh, check out all the great uh, content that we have at Belly Up, not just the 1420 podcast. Thank you very much for for making us a part of your morning each and every day here on YouTube Live. Anyways, uh, as I was watching the hockey game last night, uh, the Seattle Kraken won in overtime, and I got thinking about how hard over the, over the Dallas Stars and a hell of a, a hell of a battle. Pavelski had himself a heck of a night, four goals all by himself. We could, could, could use one more Pavelski on that team. They would have won that hockey game last night. But you get thinking about how hard it is to construct a winning franchise and how hard it is to to win a championship and that the, all that has to go into it uh, on a yearly basis, not just uh, these one-off teams that somehow find themselves in a championship game or in a World Series or in a Super Bowl or whatever it might be. Um, it's the years and uh, and think and thought process that has to go through to building a winning franchise and get it, getting something done and sitting in the war rooms and the conversation that, that must be had on a daily basis, on a minute-to-minute basis. The work that these GMs, scouts, pro scouts, uh, amateur scouts, and everything else that they have to do to put to put a team together and and, and in hockey, especially to stay under a salary cap of I think it's seventy-eight million or whatever it is, it doesn't much matter. A lot of them are underpaid as it is, anyways. But you think about how hard it is to win a championship. We say we say it on this show a lot, and we say it on like on fourteen twenty with Dave how hard winning a championship, and it's 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 a thing where you you don't normally get a chance to do. And having the Toronto Maple Leafs having a a, a one a once in a in a generation of chance right now to win a cup. They lost last night. Uh, didn't play that well. And they kind of got chucked a little bit again last night. That kid's a, a beast right now. He's going to might win a championship on his own, that thing. But uh, it's crazy to think how hard it is to win. And the the, the conversations that got to be had on, on a yearly basis, you look at how the Seattle crack and yeah, they're only in their, their second year of, um, of existence as, as an expansion team in the National Hockey League, but they had a, they have a game plan with Ron Francis as their GM. Okay, here's the players that we need. Here's what we want. Here's here's our our, our culture that we that we'll try to build over the years. Are they a little ahead of schedule? Probably, but they they went they went out and got a couple of guys who've done some winning over the years. I, mean, I shouldn't say a couple. Yeah, Jaden Schwartz won won a Stanley Cup with the 
with the St. Louis Blues. So they have a guy who knows how to win a little bit. Was he integral part with that team in St. Louis? Probably not. Was he a peace player? Yeah, but they, they, you, you need peace players to win because you need guys who uh, who don't get paid $10 million bucks a year. You need a lot of those guys to win. I don't know if there's ever been a team that had a, a $10 million guy that's won a Stanley Cup yet because of salary cap implications, and that's that's a huge amount of money on a $75 million team. But there's there's eventually someone's going to do it. Um, you, you look at, uh, like, and like I said, with, with with the Seattle Kraken, they sat in there, they have a, an idea what they want to do, and then you got to go out and you got to fill, fill the rest of your team after the expansion draft, and you got to think, okay, how are we going to do this? We have this much money, we need this player, we need this player, we need to draft some kids, draft and develop, and then it, it you, you just hope it happens. And then it, there's a lot of hope involved with building these teams. You, you look at um, you, you look at the Boston Bruins who have been building a championship team for 11 years. Like I said, they got the, the hometown discount for a lot of years. David Krejci now, he's, he's thinking he's out, he's going to probably retire he's got a lot of thinking to do and that usually means once you start thinking in, in anything in life once you start thinking about the other side of things when, once you've uh, checked out on something you're usually done you don't usually go back and say well let's just give this a shot and see if we can't make it work it's not they're usually the way that works in life and especially in a professional sports because it is it, it is a an all it's it's, a, it's such a grind now compared to what it was 20 30 40 years ago where training camp was when you went to get in, in shape now these guys are playing all year long they're in the weight room all year long they're, they're skating all year long they're, they're doing all the things they can to make things work on, on a on a year in year out basis to to not only one get paid but to maybe win a championship and give themselves a a, a forever legacy kind of a deal it's really hard to do and it, it's so you you wonder how uh, how like the Boston Bruins they had a game plan with Cam Neely as their as their president and it, it worked it worked once have they been successful depends what you call success is one cup successful doesn't hurt but multiple championships would be would probably be better and he they probably say that to a man as well you look at the every year the new york yankees think that they're they're one player away from getting something done and being a, a free agent pitcher from getting something done and then they're being there they're a shortstop away from getting something done and then and it, it just never seems to happen they got that world series in 2009 uh they, they spent a lot of money with mark Teixeira, cc sabathia but the, you, you think to a you'd almost to a man there's a lot of uh, yankee fans that will that will point to the aj burnett signing who was uh the, the third the third guy in that bit that big signing day that that got the big win in game five i think it was against the philadelphia phillies uh in 2009 that that pushed the the the, the uh, the Yankees to a world championship that year. And he was supposed to be just kind of a bit part, uh, an outside starter here and there. He gave him a lot of money, but you go out and you grab that guy. And so the, the money they spent to get that one world championship, how much is that worth to the franchise? And people can live, they, teams can live on that for quite some time. And they have a chance to say, okay, well, we got you one fans. I can keep your yap shut for 14 years or 15 years, but that's not really the way it works with fandom because the other half of fan is dumb, right? And most fans are pretty dumb. And we think that these are going to happen on and on and you just, it, they never actually do winning championships is hard you look at the Toronto Maple Leafs who are there they, they had their their 12 wins away from being a Stanley Cup contender or, or winner a champion but 12, the, the next 12 wins will be the hardest five weeks of their lives and these players who have uh, they, they got kind of got uh, a little bit caught up and once again the two road teams won, won again last night in the National Hockey League playoffs which is which is strange it's happening so often how home ice advantage meant so much might have to do a little bit of research and see why this is happening and why the why the uh, the comebacks and everything else are happening because it usually doesn't work that way in the, in professional sports where home ice and home field is is the biggest thing. But in the NHL, it isn't happening. Uh, you, you, you just wonder how these like with the uh, the the conversations that are had with the. Uh, 
between GMs of leagues and how they can make a make a player work for for their team and why this guy works here and why that guy works there and it just never actually ever ever it never like it never does like once a year it, it does work but it never works to an extent that that fans would hope and that teams would hope because once once these guys sign a contract to be in to be on an NHL team they more actually sign it to be in the National Hockey League because that contract is binding throughout the rest of the teams yes they they uh, can find a way to make it work and everything else they can buy guys out but in general once the guy has a contract to play in the league he's there for quite some time uh, that unless they get hurt and then there's the implications for that. But you, you wonder how these conversations go and they like, how's this guy in the room and how's this guy with his teammates and how's this guy with this, what's his work ethic like? And the, the scouts, they, they kind of know ins and outs, but they don't know the behind the scenes stuff. You talk to other players and you wonder what these conversations are like between GMs, because if a guy didn't, if a, if a team didn't have the, the, uh, if it didn't work for, for one team, if this guy or that guy that was signed, signed a four or five year deal, if he didn't work with say, so just throwing a team out there, the Edmonton Oilers, why would it work with the Calgary Flames? Or this guy signed a contract with the Florida Panthers, why would it work with, well, the Calgary Flames? Like it's it's crazy how it all kind of com- comes together and the way it, it just doesn't pan out all the time. Like it's, it's, and then you have coaches who just don't work. And like the Sutter firing, we've talked, we beat that to death. But there was reports yesterday, Gerard Gallant, he's going to be out as the, the New York Rangers head coach that just, you know, he had a bad season. Was that team poised to win? Maybe. Did they have a, a great year? Not really. But they didn't win. And that, and that's what these owners want. And that's what these these, these fans pay, pay you to do is to win. But is it the coach's fault? Probably. Is it the player's fault? More than likely. Is it a goalie's fault? Always. Right. So it, it's really, it's really a tough it's a tough subject to, 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 to try to find a way and nobody has a magical formula on how to, how to build a, build a franchise, how to build a team and make it work year in, year out. You need a superstar more than likely, but you look at the St. Louis blues and we beat this one to death for some reason. The last few days, they never really had a superstar. They had a bunch of really good players they had nobody that was great. They got a goalie who got hot at the right time. They got, they came together and they won themselves a, a Stanley cup. And now most of those players are gone from that, that team. And, and they're, they're a long ways away from winning. You look at uh, now, you got the Connor Bedard sweepstakes and that uh, the draft is in a couple days. So where he's, where, where is he going to end up and will he ever have any success? Who knows? Like it, it's, it's such a hard thing to do because you, you, you got to put chips around him. You can't just have one guy going out there and doing it all. Will Connor Bedard be a Mary Lemieux or, or a Wayne Gretzky? Doubtful, highly doubtful. Will he be a franchise guy? It will be a Patrick Kane type of player. Like you look at Patrick Kane, the Rangers went out and got him. What did he do for them? Obviously he's a, uh, a long, a lot of years removed, but he thought that everybody thought that he was going to be the guy to put the Rangers over the top, and he, they didn't even come close to get out of the first round. So, you, you, when when fans get a little bit crazy and out of their heads, you got to think, okay, we need to just cool it a little bit and realize that these, these GMs, because their jobs depend on it as well. And so, when you have these guys who um, people who are saying they're they're not trying, they're not doing this, you should get this guy, you should get that guy. Well, you can't get superstars to be uh, to top of your bottom of your lineup. And so when, when people, they just need to cool it. They really need to cool it and realize that the, the, the GMs more than anybody are probably trying the most to get this done because they're getting pulled from not only players and agents, but ownership and, and everything else. So they, these, these fans really have to understand that winning a championship is hard and there's going to be only one team every year that can do it. The, the, the Colorado Avalanche people thought when they got McCarr, they signed McKinnon to that, that, that big deal is making a million more than 
than or a hundred thousand dollars more than than McDavid that people thought that the Colorado Avalanche were going to win championships, not just a championship. They're on the outside looking in after the first round. It, it's 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 a really tough thing to get a hold of. It's a really tough thing to do uh, on a year in year out basis and to get everybody going in the right direction from the GM to the, the scouts to the ownership to to the whole thing and say hey here's how, we, how here's how we can do it. Uh, I'm not raising the white flag by any means on the Leafs, but there's that formula is not there. They have twelve they have twelve wins to go and they have a chance. But there's a, like there's some teams now with only 11 wins to go, so they they're a little bit close to that elusive championship. Uh, tomorrow morning we'll probably talk about more a little bit more of the Yankees and that State of the Union address. I might uh, I might deliver tomorrow morning at 14:20 in the morning because it it ain't going so good in the Yankee land. Like I said, they've been they've been on the outside looking in for quite some time, and they, and they're so far away, they're so far behind right now. They think they're ahead, so it's it's tough to win no matter how much money you dump into a franchise. You can't just dump money into it. It has to have a lot of guys that are going in the right way. Injuries that can come into play. You give contracts to guys who you know that the, that the back half of that contract isn't going to be isn't going to be worth a shit. Like because they they people do get old, they do break down, and they get that one contract, and then and they they're already been playing for for five years. And these guys break down, so now you have a contract that you can't deal with because it's. It, but you had to get it done just with the hopes that you might get that that one championship that's worth millions and millions and millions of dollars to your franchise. And so you think overpaying a guy for a couple three years might get you that one. It's 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 tough, and there's there's no, no magical formula, but it's a fun thing to talk about. I like like I said, I like to be in one of those war rooms and how it all works and the conversations. How we got to get this guy, we got to get this guy, but how do we get that guy? And how much money do we have for this year? And having the, the calculators out and having the nerds sitting there and the metrics, it'd be a lot of fun to be a part of. It'd be it'd be a head lot of head scratching, but it'd be it'd be a good thing. Anyways, there's my rant for the day. Anyways, uh, later on this morning, I'll be jo- be joining. Uh, Lou Gamlin of the Captain Lou Extravaganza on his podcast. We're going to talk a little bit, little bit more hockey. I'll be, it'll be up on my uh, our sorry our Facebook account and a, our, our uh, Twitter account. So make sure you check out the link. We'll watch that a little bit later on with Lou. Listen to the podcast later on because Lou's a, he's a big hockey fan. We've had uh, we've had him on our show a couple of times. So I'm going to return the favor and join Lou. Make sure you go to Caldera Labs today. Today's our last day to take advantage of the promo code 1420lab at calderalab.com and uh, save yourself 20% on their all-natural skin products to keep that youthful exuberance in your face all year long. Very important for you guys to help support. It was it, it helps support the show. We get a, a little bit of a kickback from it. This is one of the sponsorships that podcasters do. So make sure you guys go to calderalabs.com today and use promo code 1420lab to save 20% on their all-natural skin products today. And who do we got today on this day in 1983, the Edmonton Oilers defeated the Chicago Blackhawks 6-3 at the Chicago Stadium to complete the four-game sweep of the Campbell Conference Finals. Wayne Gretzky had a goal and two assists, and Yaroslav Puzar, haven't heard that name in a long time, had two goals to lead the way. Andy Moe got the win in net, stopping 21 of 24 shots. The Oilers would go on to uh, meet the three-time defending Stanley Cup champion New York Islanders and get swept aside themselves. Uh, just as they did to the uh, Chicago Blackhawks this the uh, series before uh, it's all it's it's wide, widely known and here's how tough winning is the the Oilers went and got themselves swept the uh, the year before against the Islanders and they 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 said they walked by that dressing room and the Islanders were were all beat up they thought they'd be celebrating a lot more but they had ice packs and and band-aids and everything else and tents or bandages wrapped around their body body so they that was one of the learning experience for the Oilers how to win a Stanley Cup all those years ago when they they went on to have a, a very successful 
franchise in 84. They won their first one by beating the, the Islanders, I think, in five games the next year, one of those deals. So that's a, it's, it's, it's a tough thing. So when Wayne Gretzky had to, to lose to find out how to win, you know how hard it can be. And happy, uh, who do we got? Happy 59th birthday to Ron Hextall, born on this day in Brandon, Manitoba in 1964. Hextall was drafted in the sixth round, 119th overall in the 82 draft after playing three seasons with his hometown Brandon Wheat Kings of the National Hockey League or the Western Hockey League, sorry. Uh, he played 13 NHL seasons, Philly, Quebec, uh, the Islanders, 296 wins, 214 losses, 69 ties, scored himself a couple of goals, 895 save percentage, a 298 goals against average, which I was surprised to see that his GAA was that low considering the the, the years that he played, the era that he played in. Um, one of the, the toughest, meanest, slashy, he, he didn't mind getting into her. And if you ever get a chance later on, watch the, the goalie fight between him and one of my favorites, uh, Felix Potvin. Uh, I thought that Felix Potvin was going to get himself killed almost, but in that fight with Hextall, the, the cat went in there. He did he did some damage in that fight that day. Oh man, man! But Hextall, he was a, he was a gritty player. He didn't have much. He hasn't had much success as a general manager. Uh, I, I think he's he knows it, it, it more than anybody how hard it is to win, and he he finds himself on the outside looking in in Pittsburgh now. Anyways, thank you very much for listening to our show today. Uh, make sure you guys uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Watch all these shows, but they're up on YouTube. If you want to see my smiling face, or if you don't, maybe just tell somebody else to subscribe. But make sure you guys uh, listen to the, the podcast. Tell others listen to the podcast every day because it, uh, it helps bring up our numbers. And it's a long thing. And like, if you like it and subscribe, it's just it's a, it's a metrics thing that I'm I'm still trying to figure out. But uh, remember to jump on the Captain Lou experience later on. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, like I said. And uh, hey, have yourselves a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. And uh, as always, it doesn't matter where you are; it's who you're with. Have a good day, folks. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You just listened to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Let's get into it.